0: You're listening to the Sojourner Podcast, a podcast from Sojourner Church in Concord, North Carolina. If you'd like a little bit more information about Sojourner, visit www.sojourner.church. All right, my friends, let's go ahead and dive into this week's message. Thank you for allowing us to gather today. And I pray as we gather that, God, you do two things. First and foremost, Lord, I pray that you bring those who are mourning joy. And I pray that those who are hurting today, that you would bring encouragement. And to those of us who need to be challenged, God, I pray that you would bring challenge. You know, How do we respond? What do we do? And lord for the unique ones who both need to be challenged and to have encouragement god i pray for that as well in jesus name amen you guys my name is corey and i'm so grateful that you guys have joined us here today like i'm literally incredibly grateful a couple things i'd ask you to do number one just let us know where you're watching from it means the world that you're watching with us today so please like drop in the comments right now Uh, where are you watching from It'd be so helpful for us, whether you're just checking us out or you haven't come back to church yet, it doesn't matter. Just let us know where you're watching from. Uh, We just want to know. And if there's any time during the service, like you hear something that you like, you hear something that resounds with your spirit, don't be afraid to to type it in the chat box or the comment section. You know, we really like to see people, how they're engaging. So please, 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 if you hear something you like, let us know where you're watching from. Shoot an amen, a hallelujah, all that good stuff. Um, we just, we're just so glad that you're with us today. And the reason why we're so glad is because this is a painful time for, for everyone. Whether it's COVID-19 or the crisis that we're going through with uh, equal justice rights in our country. You know, it's just a tough time. And I believe regardless of who you are, two things need to happen today. Some folks need to be encouraged to know that God is still on the throne. And that God's got an answer. And I I know that. I mean, I literally believe that the church is the hope of the world. And and maybe if you're with me, let me know. Show me, send me a fist bump or a like or, you know, a a thumbs up or hallelujah. Because, you know, the answer to the situation is Jesus. You know, all that is going on right now is we need our Lord and saviors. And I should say it like this. We need his people. We need God's people, we need the church to step up and be a voice for the voiceless, to step up and love one another, to do the things that Jesus taught us to do, the commands that he gave us. And that's really what I want to bring our hearts around today. I've been reading the book of Colossians on repeat for the last two weeks. And there is a couple of verses in chapter 3 really has stuck in my crawl, like a southern saying right there. Um, if you have any cool southern sayings, like I would love to see those in the chat box right now. Stuck in my crawl is one of those southern sayings. Um, so if you have any southern sayings, I think that would be rad if you would drop those in the comment box uh, as I'm talking or in the next few seconds, that would be rad. So I've been reading the book of Colossians on repeat and chapter 3 is Uh, There's a there's a couple verses in there that have just stuck in my soul stuck in my spirit or to be southern stuck in my crawl (laughs) So I want to read those verses and then as I read those verses What I want to do is compare that to the teachings of Jesus and then challenge us on what that means and how should we respond today? And so let's go to the book of Colossians We're reading chapter 3 a couple things we need to remember when we read this is that Paul the apostle, the one who was killing Christians, now writes this book to encourage a church that one of his friends had planted in this place called Coloss. Colos is in a place called Turkey, modern-day Turkey today. This also, this book was written for that town, but it was also written for another town called Laodicea. We see Laodicea in the book of Revelations. That was one of the seven churches that Jesus wrote to, and, the, and the, that church particularly is the one who says, you're neither hot nor cold. You've lost your first love. And so I think it's really important because the command that Jesus gives us today that we're going to look at is really about putting first things first. And so again, let's read the book of Colossians chapter 3. So if you have your Bible open, that would be great. If not, there will be some verses on the screen to the side here in a second. But Colossians chapter 3, this is Paul writing to a church that's been planted just like Sojo. Sojo's a one-year-old church plant. And so here he is. This is what he says this is verse 15 and 16 so just two verses okay I try not to overload it in these these online platforms because you know a 30-minute message probably won't go very far so my goal is to be right about 15 minutes so if you could stick with me for the next 10 that would be excellent Uh, so again Colossians chapter 3 verse 15 and it says this let the peace of Christ rule in your heart the peace Think about that. Jesus was the one who went to the cross and he said these words, Father, forgive them for they do not know what they are doing. That is the kind of peace that he had in his heart. Not only that, at Gethsemane, when he was at Gethsemane, he was praying this prayer. He said, you know, I don't want to do this, Lord, but if this is your will, how this is to be accomplished, I surrender to your will. So when I read this phrase, let the peace of christ rule in your hearts man that sticks in me because when i look at the life of jesus even though he was being led to the slaughter literally he had the peace knowing that god would take care of him and so today church that's one thing that we have to demonstrate the peace of christ ruling in our hearts whether it is around the issue of COVID-19 and the 100,000 people that have died and whether we will get sick and our jobs will be lost, we've got to allow the peace of Christ to rule in our hearts and know that God is going to take care of us. We have to know that. Or whether it's the issue of inequality in our nation, not just today, for the last hundreds of years, We have to allow ourselves, whether we're black, whether we're white, whether we're Native American, whether we're uh, Asian American, regardless of what nationality we are, we have to step up and realize that there is a real issue here and that the voices that are being demonstrated, we need to listen and let the peace of Christ rule over our hearts knowing that God does not want people who do not have a voice to be voiceless. And as the church, we are to be the voices of those who are marginalized, those who are voiceless. And so he says, let the peace of Christ rule your hearts, since as members of one body. You know, Paul demonstrates that all the time. One body. You're neither the hand, you're neither the foot, but we are one body working in unison. message should not be a message of the right and our message should not be of the left but our message should be that of the cross and that breaks my heart and I just got to be as real as i possibly can that we as believers are called to carry the cross before we carry any flag and he's saying let the peace of christ rule in our hearts because we're Satan knows. The enemy knows. How do you defeat a strong person? You divide them. We've never been more divided, whether it's the church, whether it's the nation. So I'm, I'm, I'm broken. I don't have the answer. I wish I did. I know Jesus does. I believe what He's saying to us is that we've got to let the peace be the answer. I'll continue. He says, "And be thankful." He says in verse sixteen, "Let the message of Christ dwell among you richly, as you teach and admonish one another with all wisdom, and psalms and hymns and and songs of the spirit, singing to God with gratitude in your hearts." And I know that we're going to do that in just a few short but it says to let the message of Christ to dwell within you richly. And we're going to get to the idea of what is the message of Christ. I'm going to get to that in just a second, but it says to dwell within you richly. And I think that this is the issue. We have a lot of people who go to church, but they're not the church. And the difference is, is people that go to church hear a message and leave and don't do anything about it. The people who are the church are the ones who allow the message to penetrate their hearts, to penetrate their hands, and to penetrate their minds. And again, we're going to go back to this idea of what's the message. But the word dwell means to abide. It means to live within. And this saying is, let the message of Christ live within you. Let the message of Christ abide within you. And another word that this means is, let the message of Christ be within who we are. And so what is this message? I go back to Luke chapter 12 when this lawyer is trying to trick Jesus and he says this, what's the greatest commandment? What's the entire Bible summed up as? What's the entire message? In the Old Testament there are 615 laws. Micah, I think he takes it down to, no, David takes it down to like 10 or 12, and Micah takes it down to two, and Jesus boils it down into one statement. And remember what Paul is saying, he's saying, let this message, let this idea dwell within you to live in you, to become you, to be who you are. And he says to let it dwell within you richly. Let it consume you. Let it adorn you. Put it on like you would a brand new coat. Put it on like a brand new pair of shoes. I I love, let me get on this, I love shoes. I love shoes. What's your favorite uh, thing that you like? Like my wife is a purse gal, I'm a shoe guy. What are you, I'd love to know like in the comments right now, what what are you? I'm a shoe guy, my wife's a purse guy. What are things that you you collected? And the idea is like whenever I get a brand new pair of shoes, I love to wear them and I love to floss. Yeah, like I want people to see those brand new shoes. And the idea of Paul is trying to say is simply this, is that let this message, this message that Jesus has to, to dwell within you, to abide in you richly, to demonstrate it, to let people see it on a daily basis, So I know you're probably tired thinking, what's this message? you've heard it a thousand times the question is have you heard it the question is are we demonstrating it and again i go back to the very first idea our world is hurting whether it's covid in the church because I know that the church of Jesus Christ is the hope of the world. And those who are true believers live this verse out. They let the message of Christ Jesus to dwell within them richly, teaching it, admonishing, encouraging the saints with all wisdom and spiritual songs. That the whole forefront of Of the Jesus movement is wrapped up in these two statements and the question that I have for each and every one of you is not whether you've heard it but are you living it and if you're not living it after I say it what are you going to do about it our world is in pain our world needs a solution we have it If you had the cure for cancer, would you hold on to it or would you give it away? I hope that you wouldn't hold on to it selfishly. The message of Christ is this. To love God with everything that you have. To love Him with everything that you are. That when you love Him, you give yourself up. You allow God to penetrate your mind you allow God to penetrate your heart you allow God to penetrate your hands and as you begin to love him and the more that you give your love to him and you more uh, you allow that love from him to pour into you guess what happens he gives you the unique ability to do the next step the statement the message of Christ is to love God everything that you have, and to love your neighbor as yourself, to love your neighbor as yourself. And we ask the question, who is my neighbor? Your neighbor is the person whoever is beside you right now. White, yellow, green, black, red, any color, any person, any belief, we are called to love one another it says to love your neighbor as yourself I want to pray for you today in just a moment I'm, I'm going to pray for us all the call is to let this message let this message of hope to dwell within you to reside with you to live within you to love God with all that you got and love your neighbor as yourself and so here's my question there's two types of people in here. There's one that has never, ever started a relationship to love God, and that's your step today. Like Your step is to invite yourself into a, a faith journey with Jesus, to ask Jesus to be your Lord, to be your Savior, and I want to invite you into that during our that's you, would you please send me a private message? My name's Corey Al, you can search me on Facebook, send me a private message so that I know and I can be praying for you. And the second type of person is you invited yourself into that relationship with God. You began that faith journey. And so the challenge for you today is, are you letting the message of Christ dwell? Are you letting it live within you? Are you inviting in that relationship every single day? And the chances are, most of us, that answer is a resounding no. And so I want to pray for you today that you would ask God to penetrate your heart, your mind, and your soul, and allow yourself to allow this message to change who you are. who need to give themselves to you today, would you allow them to identify themselves and say, that is me? And if that's you today, would you simply pray this simple? Second person and we pray for you, Father, for those of us who are struggling and we're in need to allow you to dwell within us, God. I pray that you would give us the strength to humble ourselves before your throne and ask you to change our hearts, to change our minds, and to change our spirits. In Jesus' name. guys for being with us today. Let's worship together, and I'll be back in a very short message in just a few short